Welcome to episode 315 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am Ollie Spake and I am joining from Dharawal country. I am Melissa Ellis and I'm coming from Wurundjeri country. Ollie, we've nearly done 100 episodes. We have. We have. Well, uh, if I didn't keep taking holidays, maybe maybe <laughs> we'd be a bit closer. But <laughs> I think we started... 216, didn't we? Oh, I should have looked this up. I should have looked this up. I mean, look, firstly, huge thank you to Simon. It was lovely to hear Simon and uh, thank you for uh, helping me have a holiday. But, yes, we are very, very close. So if we're up to 315, does that technically mean we've done 100? Oh, <laughs> 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 um, yes. We, we need a maths genius well, to I, step I, in I, yeah, there have let's let's technically say if it was from three fifteen, there have been one hundred since we did earn the keys. But actually, it was from two sixteen. Yeah. So yes, that makes this the hundredth episode yeah. since we got the keys. Hooray! Yes. I feel like we've earned our stripes. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred episodes. That's right. And thank you to everyone that supported along the way too, not just those who have stepped in and helped us co-host and contribute to the pod, but everyone, everyone for coming along for the ride. The whole menagerie. (laughs) We are a menagerie. That's right. But Ollie, you have to give us some feedback. We haven't heard about Hamilton Island yet. Ah, well, it it was hot, Mel. (laughs) It was a lovely family holiday. Uh, It was rather busy uh, because there were 14 of us and it was like a, you know, Christmas family holiday movie in real life, but you can't complain (laughs) about that sort of thing. You didn't leave anybody at home, did you? (laughs) No, he did not. Just Finksy and Mum. But, yeah, that's... um, that's all right. It was Kathy's side of the family, and and we we did manage to take everybody. Thankfully, even James and his boyfriend got to join us for a chunk of it. So next time, can you say your co-host has to come? <laughs> Look, I mean, I was I was going to make a mention. I may as well now uh, that yeah, James seems to have been invited along to these in-laws' family holidays quite quickly. Uh, I think it'd be a big stretch to invite the co-host, Mel, uh, and, and just pointing <laughs> out that I was never invited to one of these big family shindig holidays until this one. Um, <gasps> so <laughs> takes a while to earn the stripes, unless you're James, it seems. Wow. Yeah. Uh, good work, James. Um but yes, sorry, Mel. I digress. Uh, I'm 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 out of habit, um, out of practice. I did visit Hamilton Island. I was there for a week, and fortunately had planned. Uh, I won't say that park run dictated planning, but I was able to influence it to go in on Friday and to visit Hamilton Island Park Run, which is on the land of the Nagara people. Is my understanding there from only some brief research? I didn't really know much about the course i did know that it did include some sand running some beach running which you know i i have missed so it was good to have that back and that it is a two-lap course but as you'd expect being in a resort area plenty of first timers plenty of unknown finishes and a fairly good turnout in the high 60s what i hadn't thought about was that it was high tide <laughs> and with a rising high tide, some beach running in the heat would be a bit challenging despite it being a nice 7am start. 
but it was a, it was great fun and it made all the more special because it was actually Hannah's 50th park run and uh, that's been a long time coming because she's had a half there, half not kind of relationship with Parkrun. But, yeah, she has been looking forward to this celebration. So happy 50, Hannah. And she's celebrated by uh, volunteering as the tailwalker. Uh, alongside a lady by the name of Laura, who I believe is involved in supporting volunteers at Early Beach Parkrun. So shout out to the Early Beach team. I took the opportunity to run and then barcode scan, uh, managing to push myself to a, a speedier finish as I could imagine. Uh, Kathy also joined and, and ran and came within 30 seconds or so of a PB, which I don't know how she managed with that sand. And the small team, that were a team of three organising the event, uh, were lovely and, and it was great to chat to them afterwards as I barcode scanned uh, for them and get some good tips for the island. Uh, the, the highlight was probably um, chatting with the third-place finisher and the first-place finisher. Um, I was in between. And when third, who was, in fact, the partner of the tail walker, not Hannah but Laura, um, when we realised our first place finisher didn't have his barcode, we managed to help him download the 5K app, find his login, find his barcode and record his first ever official parkrun completion, um, which coincidentally was on his honeymoon. So, uh, yeah. And Mel, he was a Victorian, oh, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, half his luck. Married in the Yarra Valley in Victoria and honeymooning on Hamilton Island before they ducked down to Byron Bay in New South Wales. So, mm. yes, but um, fantastic experience. Thanks to the Hamilton Island team and great to chat with a number of other visitors as well. I met a gentleman from Sirame. Uh, I can't remember all of the other park runners I spoke with, but, yeah, again, one of the highlights of barcode scanning is you get to ask everyone how they went. Well, most of the runners on Hamilton Island park runners that were there on holidays? Yes. Uh, interestingly, I did notice in the results, as I said, a lot of unknowns, but there were several that had one park run to their name, and so would Kathy's mother have had one park run to her name potentially if she'd agreed to be signed up and finished the course. But she did take on the first chunk of it, so um, well done to Christina. Um, but, yeah, I suspect given the number of first-timers first-time park runners, uh, that maybe there were a few people dragged along with family and friends <laughs> <laughs> to, to participate as well. Oh, that sounds good. No, well done. That's yeah. fabulous. So, yeah, that, that was that was park run a week ago. And then, of course, more recently, I was back home. I had hoped to run direct, but just as a precaution because we were flying back in Friday night and I was a bit concerned about a strike at the airports, uh, Karen had kindly agreed to step in. So Karen and Darwin looked after us, uh, run directing for the morning, and I was a marshal, which allowed me to, well, firstly, uh, join the first-timers welcome and, and welcome some of our visitors, including some new home park runners who have moved down from Dolls Point. But, of course, including some very special guests from Victoria Mel. So it was lovely to welcome Craig and Rebecca visiting up and uh, get to, to show off our course to them. And we were joined by our other parkrun family with Sam and Luke joining us back down at their home parkrun and a number of others. And, yes, as a marshal, it conveniently allowed me the opportunity to set up the kick yay 
um, on my phone on the post next to me as I cheered Hang people on, in. Wait, that finished weeks ago. <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, I, I do appreciate Simon's point. It, it, it is a global event and uh, that particular morning uh, the park run uh, walkie-talkies, which we do have, uh, <laughs> were rather heavily utilised as Ralph and I were commentating on the penalty shootout between Argentina and the Netherlands in the quarterfinal. Are they still in it, Argentina? They're doing really well, aren't they? They are doing well. They are doing very yeah. well. And, yeah, they're, they're in it. Uh, we had Brendan and M chiming in as tailwalkers over the frequency. But, um, yeah, good good, good way to enjoy the game whilst volunteering at Parkrun. <laughs> And uh, mm-hmm. we will see. I mean, my, my early money had been on Argentina for the tournament, so I'll be very happy if they win. Uh, it will complete our our record of every time we lose in the knockout stages of losing to the World Cup champions, which isn't a bad thing to say. Ah, fun fact. Mm. One of the uh, Wyndham Vale co-EDs, Maria, mm. is of Argentinian descent. She's a very big supporter. Ah. Of- I've been seeing a lot of social media posts of Maria in an Argentinian jersey, mm-hmm. Guernsey, whatever. Hmm. And yes, yeah. <laughs> Hannah looked at me rather confused and expectantly. I don't know how those two, there was probably a sequence for those two looks. Uh, <laughs> when on the bus in Hamilton Island, I'd been sat next to two girls from Argentina as we were um, going around the island and uh, hadn't brought up the football, which Australia had just lost to Argentina a day or two beforehand. Um not that it was raw. Uh, it was it was a wonderful <laughs> performance, but yeah, it is it is. You said football, and you threw me because it's either kick yay or soccer. Oh, sorry, Mel. Football, football is <laughs> Old habits die hard. <laughs> Old habits die hard. Uh, but yes, I am still watching. I am still enjoying it. That's good. Yes, and so to complete the recap, uh, we, after park run, after we had finished, uh, we got a few snaps uh, with some backward flags and made our way down to the cafe by the marina where I had hoped to stay a bit longer, but the girls' dancing concert was a bit earlier than planned, so I had to duck off for that. I did borrow one of those snaps. <laughs> Edited slightly. My creative editing. Yeah, the trees look wrong. Michael Gentle thinks he's going to get the better of me. It's game on, Michael, game on. <laughs> nice. Um, so, yes, there's <laughs> there's my ramble. Um, thanks for having me back to Ramble, Mel. But, um, yeah, thank you to everyone for the last two weeks that have made my Park Run Day special. What about yours? You had a bit of an adventure, which you did allude to last week as well. I did. Mm-hmm. I said I was going to go north, Ollie, and I did, and I shouted out to Melissa Curry, and she heard the call, Ollie. She did. She heard the call, and she reached out to me, and we had dinner on the Friday night up in Goulburn, which was lovely herself her lovely husband, Peter, her daughter, Montana, and her two nieces joined Zoe and myself at the local pub. Oh, I got a story to tell about <laughs> booking a room above the local pub. <laughs> Goodness me, you should have seen my view. Oh, it was a good view of the car park. <laughs> oh, dear. 
Is this pod friendly, Mel? (laughs) Very convenient for dinner though, I must say. But anyway, we had a fabulous dinner and we joined Mel and Peter the next morning for Goulburn Park Run on Wiradjuri Country. Now, uh, Goulburn's claim to fame, Ollie, you might be interested to know, is that it is Australia's first inland city. Mm. Now, this was gazetted as a municipality in 1859 and became the first inland Australian city in 1863. Now, one of Australia's iconic big things and symbolic of the city, known as the fine wool capital Mm -hmm. of the world, is the big merino. So Zoe and I had to stop and have the obligatory selfies in front of the big merino. And also for a beautiful panorama view of Goulburn, you can also head to the Tower Lookout at the Rocky Hill War Memorial and Museum. However, we were very limited in our time in Goulburn. We just drove up on the Friday and then after brunch. Did you go to the Paragon? We went to the Paragon. That's the one. Yes. Yes. That's the one. So after our park run, we headed off to Paragon Cafe. Now, as I have mentioned in my recording that we're about to listen to, Mm -hmm. it's not the regular Post Park Run Cafe, but it was highly recommended. Enough of me rambling. Let's have a listen to the audio that I recorded on the day. I'm here with uh, an adventurer that I found at Goulburn Park Run this morning. His name is Bill. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. And this is your home park run here at Goulburn? Yes, this is my 98th park run. Excellent. Big milestone coming up. Hang on a minute. You're wearing a 100 shirt. This is for Goulburn. I've done 100... Uh, 120-something. So you're a bit of an adventurer. Yes. What events have you done? Um, My favourite one is uh, Kingscliff up near the Queensland border. Love that one. Uh, And also I like Waggy Beach down in Canberra. Ah, very good. So do you have family in the area? Is that what takes you there? Uh, No, I just travel around. Every chance we get, if we're on holidays, we do as many as we can. Now, you tipped me off on course about uh, a certain police academy. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the police academy that's out that we can see? Yes, the police academy's been in Goulburn since 1983, and the course goes behind the police academy, and you can see where they have a train, a bus, and they do their scenarios on policing incidents on buses and trains there. Bit of insider knowledge. I never would have known that otherwise. What do you like most about the Goulburn course? It's just a even fair course not the hills aren't that big but there's enough undulating in there to test you <laughs> it's a very good thing with the water next to it it's just looks and feels lovely we had a good turnout today i know i was number 68 and i was a walker so there was good numbers how, how was your run today very good i always take 30 minutes on i either win or i lose and i beat it this time Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for introducing yourself this morning. It was lovely to meet you and happy adventuring. Thank you so much. Well, we're in the cafe now, post park run, and I've had a lovely breakfast with Melissa and Peter Curry and the kids. So I'm here now with Melissa. Good morning. Good morning, Mel. Thanks for all your hospitality. I really enjoyed the Goulburn course. I won't say Goulburn. (laughs) Um, Do you want to explain the course for everybody? Um, It's an out and back course, pretty flat with only a couple of small hills except for the end which is a zipper, Um, so it ends on a hill which is a bit nasty but um, it goes along the river and there's some geese and sometimes magpies but no magpies today so it was pretty good. Did you enjoy it? 
I did, yeah. We had a beautiful morning. Um, the numbers were quite good. Now, we first met at Bathurst, and now that was just a few months ago where I met yourself and Peter when you came up and joined us for The Punish, and uh, you're an adventurer yourself, is that right? Yeah, that was the first time that we'd ever been to Bathurst, and we really had a great time. It's fantastic. Everyone should come next year, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you like to tour around yourself a little bit and adventure. How long have you been park running? Um, we've only seriously been park running for the last year. We started in 2019, but with all the lockdowns and everything, we haven't been able to do many. We're up to 15 different events now, but next year we'll definitely get out and about and do a lot more. So, yeah. And can you tell me what uh, three of your most memorable uh, park runs have been? Um, I really liked Dolls Point, which I know is controversial. <laughs> that, that is a very pretty one. Um, I haven't done all of Sydney, so not sure if it's the prettiest, but I really like Dolls Point. I loved um, North Wollongong, which is one of the first ones we did. Um, that's a really beautiful course too. And in the ACT, I really liked Burley Griffin. It was nice undulations and some beautiful trees. And yeah, that's my top three. And I believe you're going to join us at Palm next year over in WA. Yes, I'm really looking forward to it. Never been to Western Australia before. So looking forward to going there and um, catching up with all the other adventurers. Now we're in the lovely Paragon Cafe. It was recommended to me. So we've come down here to enjoy our brunch. The kids have enjoyed waffles and uh, smoothies and everything else. But it isn't the normal cafe meeting point for your park run, is it? No, it's a bit out of the way from from where Park Run is. It's in the main drag and there's not much parking, but it is a beautiful old cafe. I think it's been here since the 1930s. Don't quote me on that, but um, they've renovated it recently and it's looking lovely, if I don't say so myself. <laughs> and where does the crew usually go for their brunch? So a lot of people go to the garden centre with Gales and they go to KMGs and some people go to Green Grocer. So there's a mixed bag, um, but there's quite a few cafes in Melbourne. So if you're coming here, there's plenty to choose from. Excellent. So I noticed there was um, there was good parking at the park run. There was a playground that the kids were enjoying. Um, toilets? Do they have toilets close by? Yes, there are toilets. They're just outdoor outdoorsy kind of toilets not very fancy but there are toilets and there's also um, water fountains and a place for the dog to have a drink of water as well so everything's there excellent well thank you very much i've really enjoyed my visit to goulburn and and thanks for coming out and uh, having dinner with me last night and breakfast uh, brunch afterwards i really enjoyed it and uh, happy adventuring thanks thanks mel and lovely to see you and zoe come back <laughs> And thank you, Mel, for a roving report. It sounds like it was a great park run day. It really was, and uh, it was nice to meet Bill and spend time with Melissa and Peter. So feel like I've known Mel for ages. Oh, actually, she is more commonly known as Liz, so I have to get used to that. Yes, a Mel that's not a Mel. Hmm. Mm. Mm. And stay tuned, everyone. We do have another roving report coming up later on, but um, it just suited to, to talk about it then. Um, but, Mel, I believe we've got a bit of feedback from last week's episode. 
Yeah, we do, Ollie. So I wasn't sure that Brett Robinson, who broke the marathon record last week, I wasn't sure that he was a park runner and we didn't lay claim to him being a park runner, but we're gonna. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. I did get some intel from our friend Michael Gentle to say that he believes Brett Robinson is parkrunner A345295 and possibly ran Gin and Deera while training at the AIS. Mm, that's a good one to run. Yes. It is. It was my first ACT park run and one of my very first tourist events. So I am very fond of Jindy. Me too. It's a very pretty event. Yeah, that's something we do have in common, actually, that combination. Yeah. Yes. Now, are we going to talk about the news? Oh, do we want to? <laughs> I think we do. It's not good news, Ollie. Well, There's a little bit of dissent in the ranks. That's right. Look, hopefully this is resolved by the time this episode hits the airwaves. But for those who aren't aware, two of our Sydney Park runs are potentially do we say closing or pausing? I'm not sure which is which is true. Um, in relation to obtaining ongoing free permission to utilise their locations, uh, which is, of course, both in the one council area, if I understand correctly. That's right, Ollie. So the city of Canterbury and Bankstown, they mm. want to charge the events for use of the parks. Now, in the past, they have had an annual review to waive the fee, but this year... It hasn't been given. So we understand the current agreement lapsed last week. Mm. So mm -hmm. unless there is a resolution reached through the week, those two events will not be able to run this coming Saturday. But we yeah. do wish Parkrun HQ luck with their efforts to find a way forward to resolve this issue, and we do hope that those events can resume as soon as possible. That's right. That's right. And as we know, you know Parkrun Australia and Parkrun globally will always endeavour to work with you know, landowners and you know, whatever their their entity or, or identity to find a, a mutually acceptable and free way to provide these events, which everyone listening to this podcast, I'm sure, is familiar of the benefits that Parkrun does bring by providing free access to something that is both healthy and social and gives so many people op opportunity to give back. And, I mean, I'd like to think in this current environment with such a huge focus on well-being that things other than money would take precedence in consideration of, you know, how landowners, councils, bodies make such decisions, but I know obviously there are a number of factors that we take into account. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll cross our fingers and hope that those communities can be back park running as soon as possible. But, you know, if there's a few weeks where those events can't be active, no doubt that the community can find another local event that they can uh, frequent in the meantime. Well, that's right. It's a good opportunity for some tourism and uh, I'm sure it's for no lack of effort from everyone involved. So thanks to everyone from the teams, the community and Parkrun Australia for trying to continue these two lovely events. Obviously, we did Cooks River recently, Ollie, when we were up for City to Surf. That's right. I have not had the privilege of visiting Penania. Have you been there yourself? I have not. Oh. I, I, and I, I, this is actually a mental blank that I've struggled with for a few years. 
Um, Paul or Glenn might be able to keep me honest because I don't think I've done Panania. That's Paul Rainbow or Glenn Moore. Might be able to keep me honest. I don't think I've done Panania as one of the Sydney longest runs. I missed the first ever Sydney longest run and I didn't do it this year, but I'm pretty sure I haven't been to Panania as a freedom run or as a real life park run. It definitely wasn't included the week I that well <laughs> it definitely wasn't included the year I came up for Too flat now. Too flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? They made all the hilly ones the year I came. Uh, Good grief. Yes. Yeah. But not as many records this week <laughs> or achievements uh, that have fallen onto our radar, but yeah, hopefully some better news next week. Ah, but Mel, maybe it's time to flick to Dazza's, shall we? Yeah, yeah, let's go to Dazza's. Let's see what Dazza had to say this week. Well, Dazza said, it's Let's Hug Day. <laughs> Did you know that a 20-second hug releases happy endorphins? We are a big fan of hugs in real life and virtually. Come on in, have a hug with Dazza and tell us all about your morning. And our first post comes from the bike. Ollie, the bike was back. Steve's bike posted. Bike was indeed back, yes. <laughs> and he said... Harry Potter. <laughs> now, there wasn't any photo attached to this. This was just a cryptical clue as to where Steve's bike was um, running or riding this week as it be. So mm, do we need to explain this or shall we let it just evolve through Daz's Ollie? Well, I feel that this is one that I can certainly guess, <laughs> even though I obviously would know, but... Yes, I would have made the connection. I'm proud to say, would have made the connection on this one. So to spell it out, it is a reference to Voldemort, which is mm-hmm. a reference to the Voldemort Park Run, which is a reference to Shell Harbour. That's right. <laughs> so the bike was at Shell Harbour for real this time, not the pretend one that you uh, got <laughs> confused about some months back. Yeah, that's that's quite right. Well, you'd have to narrow that down. I got confused many months back. But nonetheless, <laughs> yes, we were very, very happy to have the bike there. And as I say, if, if anyone rides on on our course, well, some do, uh, not during park run, of course, but it's impressive. And the bike was very impressive. Also checking into Daz's was Graeme Wilkinson, who was really on theme and said, might need a hug later. Driven three and a half hours for a new venue at, oh, I should have checked the pronunciation. Is it Elgin or Elgin or is it, or am I just way off? I would say Elgin, but Elgin, oh, like, what yeah. do I know? I get stuff wrong all the time. Sorry, Graham. Um, and now praying it won't be snowed off. My Nendi from here is one hour, 25 minutes away. So, yeah, a bit of commitment there. And Graham didn't get back to us, but a quick search of the results showed Elgin went ahead. Whew. We're very glad that uh, Graham got to Park Run after all. Now, next we heard from Richard and he had an achievement. Sally and I ventured down to Albert Melbourne Park Run this morning and were hugged by perfect weather. And Sally added Richard doing his 50th Park Run location at Albert Melbourne Park Run this morning and also his 50th Park Run this year year. Wow. There was a photo of the volley standing next to a flag overlooking Albert Park Lake and also shared by Sally, a selfie of herself and Richard. So happy half cow, Richard. Yes, congratulations. Now, hopping in for the first time, Susan Rodak. 
who said, My son and I having a hug after he achieved a PB at San Remo Park Run. And Susan shared a photo of her and her son, backs the camera, having a hug with her in her 25 shirt and him in a 10 shirt. So huge congratulations on the PB. Congratulations. Now we also heard from Chris Ruse, who was <laughs> bullying, and he said, RD at Karkarook, note the brand new ugly visor. Also well-deserved hugs for two awesome regular volunteers, Sheral and Jen, who both volunteered for the 25th time. Jen also ran, walked for the 25th time. And Chris shared a volley group shot showing that he was wearing his ugly visor. At Kaki Parky. Uh, now, there have been a lot of uglies popping up for sure. We'll, we'll hear of more. I'm quite ashamed to say I wasn't ugly at Shell Harbour, but many were. We had a real tinsel. So uh, I will fix that next you week. You were letting the side down. I didn't I notice was. that. I'm sure <laughs> you were just proud to be your 25th volley shirt. Was that the first time you'd worn it? The green. That's right. Yes. <laughs> it was the first time. We'll forgive you for that. Thanks, Mel. Now, a very much liked entry was Mr. Bruce Purdy, the ideas man, who said the scout takeover at Wallaby Track Park Run this morning was an amazing experience. 92 participants supported by 30 incredible Wallabies. Even Des, the mayor of Ballarat, came along with a huge photo shared by Bruce of a group shot there of the volleys. Excellent. Very happy for those at Wallaby Track, even though they did bump me for the most likes this week. <laughs> I'll have a word to the ideas man about that. But also touristing, we heard from Greg Garner. He said, today myself and my daughter got to adventure interstate to Parkville Park Run in the education state, <laughs> Melissa Ellis. <laughs> now looking forward to seeing Billy Joel tonight at the G. So Greg posted a photo of himself and his daughter. So I thought, wow, the G, does that stand for the greatest? Hmm. <laughs> it was actually a frond visiting Billy Joel that night. I didn't know this. <laughs> it was. But there at the G was Richard and Sally, Renee and Andrew, as well as Greg and his daughter in attendance. So not only are we the education state, you might also call us the events capital and the sporting capital and as well as the recently voted friendliest city in the world. You might claim that, yes. Well, you know, the winners were decided on a number of factors, resident happiness, safety, LGBTQIA+, inclusivity, top attractions and highest rated hotels. Our city's top attraction was the Queen Victoria Market. So bring it, Sydney, bring it. <laughs> Sorry to say I didn't visit the Queen Victoria Market when I visited this year. Okay, well, you can come back. You know, we've got yeah. lots to see and do. Well, I am coming back. I've got tickets <gasps> to the Matildas game next year. So I'll be there in August. Lock it in, Ollie. Lock mm -hmm. it in. Mm -hmm. Matildas versus Canada. I'll oh. be there. Oh, hang on. You haven't double booked yourself a City to Surf. Tell me you haven't. No. You sure? No, no. It's the week before City to Surf. Right. Okay. No, it's all planned out. Brisbane the week before. I'll go to Auckland too if I get the chance. Oh, my goodness. Melbourne's on the Monday night. Hang on, wait. Who are you and what have you done with Ollie? <laughs> Never rains but it pours, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kick-yay, so. Oh, okay. 
Um, oh, I'm really struggling to stay on task here, but the segue there, New Zealand. Brett Bailey also popped in and said, Hi Dazza, 74 parkrunners at Pegasus for number 299 with 11 first-timers and a new male course record of 1527 run by Alex Witt. Brunner lined up for his parkrun hugs and we parkwalked for the first time today due to a tight calf muscle. Tania and I wore our ugly shirts and Pegasus number 300 next weekend with a P theme. And Brett shared a photo of himself with Brunner finishing parkrun and being handed the token by Tania. Fabulous. Good to know there's uh, an arbitrary milestone coming up next week over at Pugasas. That's right. Now, uh, next we heard from Lee Cabarita. That's her porn name. She was touristing and she said, here's Sally and I looking unfairly attractive in our deliciously ugly singlets after Kajula Parklands Park Run this morning. Kajula is a sweet, mostly flat two-lapper. Now there's only three, Curl Curl, East Richmond and Campbelltown, more for Sally to catch up. So Bianca, Sally and I can all become Ray Fairies together at Rouse Hill early next year. I've been on one for ages. Hugs to everyone. And Lee posted a photo of herself and Sally in their gingerbread man uglies. Okay. Well, yeah, that's getting very close and uh, spectacularly ugly there too. Uh, speaking of whom, Stephen Warwick, who was fronting and said, and the reference is the photo, just just for clarity, um, <laughs> <laughs> no hugs for me today, but then I didn't give any either. However, we did have a wonderful morning at Bell's Parade Park Run where I was RD. The conditions were great for the many first-timers and PBs were recorded. It's always a bonus when the results are easily processed, all the tokens are returned, and the following week's roster is full for handing over to the next RD. After the event, a number of us gathered at Oliver's Latrobe Bakery Cafe for coffee and whatever else took our fancy. The lovely lady and I were joined by Dawn Branton for a little frond with plans to helpfully meet up on 1st of April at Eastern Gardens as we make our way westward for some peculiar event that will be held in April. By the time we left, it was getting close to midday. And Steve shared a photo of he, Val and Dawn Branton. Maybe Steve really has a, uh, a very long arm or someone else could have taken that. We, we can't tell. But um, and, and another one of Steve and Val looking phantasmically ugly. Phantasmically? Yeah. That okay. one's easier to say apparently. Yes. <laughs> and last but not least, because our UK park runners tend to be the last on our uh, – published post each week due to time constraints but we heard from Callum Burrell and he said a frond group hug at Burnage Park Run with Lindsay and Pippa White with the arctic conditions we had for Park Run we needed it we had a photo which looked like it came from the post Park Run cafe of Lindsay Callum and Pippa at brunch there was also a photo Ollie that was posted on our consolidated club report mm. post showing Pippa 
and Callum in the snow. Yes, that looked fresh. They had some bad weather over there in the UK. I believe they had lots of cancellations this week and there was plenty of cold and snowy photos coming through. Yes. So thoughts over there to all our friends in the UK. But just quietly, weather's not so great here either at the moment. I had rain here today in the middle of summer. Rainstorms continually all day. Mm, haven't quite had the same down in Shell Harbour here, but but I believe some cooler weather's coming. I'm down. You're up. Yeah, that's true. That's mm. true. I am a little closer to the equator. Not as close as I was last week, unfortunately. Mm. Oh, but thank you everyone for joining us at Dazz's. Um, Mel, do you know what we haven't done, Ollie? We haven't we haven't uh, worked out where the envelope's going to be this week. We haven't. We don't know. No. No, we don't know. So we're just going to have to, in good faith, throw to the keeper of the OB and see what happens. <laughs> we love doing it that way. Here we are in the wastelands of Burnish Park Run and uh, I really need to find these marker cones, otherwise Lindsay's going to kill me. Where possibly could it be? All this snow really isn't helping. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, that's not what I was expecting. Oh, it looks like uh, an envelope. Oh, shall I open it? Let's see. Well, let me just uh, have a look at this. Okay, oh, it's an Obi. And, oh, I've opened it up here. It says the Obi winner for this week goes to Lee Carburetor, yay! That's a born name. Yay, well done, Lee. And congratulations to our Obi winner, Lee. Very ugly and, as always, well-deserved. Mel, I was going to ask, and I don't know if we've covered this previously, mm-hmm. um, you do say something when when you do mention Lee's name. Mm -hmm. do you know yours (laughs) no how do i work it out oh well is there there a trick i'm sure there are many many different ways to skin the cat but i was always told um that uh one way is to base it on the name of your first pet and then the street you grew up on Oh. Yes. Yeah. So I don't okay. know if that's actually the methodology used in this case. I've heard that before, actually. Yeah. yeah. So I would be Mel Honeystud. Mel Honeystud. <laughs> you had a pet called Mel. Oh, no, that's me. No. Oh, no. So your first name is your um, – would be, oh. yeah, your pet's name. So it would just be Honeystud. Honeystud. <laughs> My first pet was a cat called Honey. Oh, that's nice. That's cute. <laughs> Isn't this just a whole what, a fishing thing to to find yeah. out? Yeah, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was around before the internet. Right. Surely, surely. Okay. Or in the early days of before the internet, yeah. Okay, so yeah. my porn name is Honey Stud. Yeah, I believe wow. so. Wow. <laughs> yes. And yours, Oliver? Uh, mine is Poochie Channel. <laughs> Poochie being the cat that I had when I was very little. Poochie. And the Channel Highway in Tasmania. <laughs> wow. Yes. Okay. The things you learn. Things you learn. So oh. uh, back to the point. Congratulations, Lee Caparita. 
let's move swiftly on and <laughs> throw to Tracy coming to us with a roving report from Victory Heights Trail. Okay, this is a victory. Where are we? We're at Victory Heights. Hey, hi Tracy. Hi Tracy. How are you, Tracy? I'm good, Tracy. That's good. Hey, this is Tracy Natutu with Tutu Tracy. And we're at Victory Heights Park Run. And Mel, she's wearing the skirt. And it looks really nice. Okay, sorry, back to your normal programming. This is Tracy and Tracy at Victory Heights Trail Park Run this morning. Uh, we've turned up. We've seen a couple of people around. We think we're in the right spot, so it's looking pretty good. Tracy, why are you here? This is my Queensland Nendi. Okay, well, I'm just here for the heck of it. Um, definitely right spot. Okay, let's go see who we can find. All right, um, out on Victory Heights Trail Park Run. It's a single trail for most parts, uh, with a bit of a fire trail. And I found Lindy, who's done this how many times, Lindy? Uh, this is my third. Third? Yeah. Excellent. So you're fairly new to Park Run? Yes, very new. Oh, well, I'm glad you kept coming back. <laughs> what is it you like about Park Run? Um, flexibility. Mm-hmm. I don't have to run. Mm-hmm. I can walk on my own pace. Yes. Yeah. And um, would you be able to describe what we're walking through for the listeners of the podcast? Oh, wow. Which wildlife? What would I say? Wildlife? Okay. Uh, yeah, I saw some, um, the fairy wrens, the birds that I really liked. Yes. And, and a leech yesterday. <laughs> oh, a leech. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, no to any visitors. Bring mozzie repellent when you come here. That's right, yeah. So it's got a few bumps on this path. Yep. I think that's for the mountain bikers. Is that right? Do you think? That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. I so. yeah. It looks like a fairly well-used area. Yep. Um, great signage on the path. We've yep. had no problems navigating no. Yep. where to go. Yep. Um, it's fairly dense bushland. Yeah. I've been looking for koalas, but haven't seen any. Um, not yet. Yeah. Not but, yet. Um, but it was closed since the flood in March. Oh, okay. And it reopened only um, three weeks ago, I believe. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So I think everyone's really excited to have that truck back. Do you know if there was much damage to the trails then? Well, it took months and months for the council to repair the trail. Yes. So I would say there were extensive damage. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is looking pretty nice. I sort of feel like I'm in the middle of nowhere though because <laughs> we're walking along and can't really see too many other people. Oh, look, there's a marshal ahead. Yay, we're yeah, not yeah. lost. <laughs> civilization. <laughs> Thanks, Lindy. Yeah. Thank you. Alrighty, I'm crunching through the wilderness and I found Tutu Tracy again. Hey Trace. Hey. How's it all going? It's going good. A little bit of single trail here. So tell me, you said this was your Nendi, but it's a Queensland Nendi, is that right? Yes, by 100 metres. Right, so (laughs) how does that work? So according to the distance, Lismore is my actual Nendi, but it's only 100 metres shorter than coming to Victory Heights for me. Right. Yeah. So, how many Queensland park runs have you done? Uh, I think this is about my 87th, 88th. Right. And how many park runs in total? Uh, This is 352. Wow. (laughs) And how many volunteers? Uh, 38. Good job. And what's your goals, Trace? Um, To come out and have a get 5k's done <laughs> so um 
Challenge-wise, I'm currently working on getting to 100 different park rides yes. and 50 volunteers. Nice. That sounds like a great goal. All yeah. right. Thanks for chatting with me. No worries. All right, I've finished uh, the parkrun and I have found Susan, the run director, this morning. Good morning, Susan. Good morning. How did it all go this morning? Very well. We're, we're still waiting uh, on people to come through, but mm-hmm. uh, yes, it's gone. Bye. See you next week. Oops. No, that's all right. Keep going. It's all good. <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, excellent. And um, Victory Heights has only just come back on after being out of action for a while. Yes. Um, what happened there? Uh, floods in oh. February, so we've been back about three, four weeks now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yes, it's been closed down for maintenance and mm. yes, a lot of damage. Yeah, excellent. Mm. And have you found that you've got the same number of people back that you had before? Has uh, all the regulars returned? Yes, yes, a lot of them, are, uh, and we get lots of visitors because they try to get their V. V, <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. <laughs> and how long have you been doing this? Uh, park run. Oh, a couple of years Mm. I've been run directoring. Um, I've um, got 370 odd runs, I can't remember now. Well done. Um, 140 odd (laughs) volunteers. Mm. So, no, I started in about 2012 or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so so you wouldn't um, have started here. No, 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 no. We moved. I started at Kira on the Gold Coast. Oh, yes, yes. And then went to Kingscliff. Yes. Because I like small small venues. Yes. But um, we try to, uh, my husband, we travel a a little Mm -hmm. too. So uh, my husband sets a, a, a from Saturday to Saturday to see where I can go yeah. the next week. I think and I like I your it. husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just wonderful. I just love it. And mm. I like to give back yeah. to what, um, you know, very isolated sort of where we are. And, yeah, yeah. you know, so I like to see all the friendly faces and you get into yeah. the community and yeah, um, yeah, it's just wonderful. I just love yeah. it. Mm. Well, thanks for talking with me and thanks for having us this morning. Thank you very much. It's lovely. Okay, it's Tracy Natutu with Tutu Tracy and here's to you, Mrs Robinson, signing off from Victory Heights Trail Park Run. It's about an hour and a half from North Brisbane. Lovely place to visit, very nice and shady. Don't forget the mozzie repellent and have a good day, folks. And thank you, Tracy, for the roving report. So, Ollie, we heard from Tracy in a tutu and tutu Tracy, which was Tracy Leaper. Oh, right. We had an abundance of Tracy and tutus out there at Victory Heights Trail. Oh, goodness. I'm just trying to process how I can say that quickly. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to no, try. No, 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 no. No, probably best to move swiftly on to the Consolidated Club report. Yes. So what did we get up to, Mel? Well, for the 3rd of December, we had a total of 341 members who took part at 280 events, 146 locations. There were adventurers at 19 events in the UK, one event in South Africa and one event in the USA, Ireland and Sweden. Mm. Locally, we had adventurers at 33 events in Victoria, haha, 31 <sighs> in Queensland, and New South Wales was relegated to third place with 24. Ba-ba. So it was. South Australia was up two and had adventurers at 10 events. There was eight adventurers at events in Western Australia. 
There were five events in the ACT, five in Tasmania and five on the North Island. Bringing up the rear was the South Island with two events. The largest frond was at Shell Harbour Voldemort Park Run, who had 11 adventurers in attendance. They were housemate Lance, Craig and Rebecca Ryan, Luke, Julian Gordon-Turner, Julie Wells, Jason Green, Galen Cooper and Brendan and M. Scullery. Do you like how Luke is famous enough now to just be his first name? Just Luke. Just like Prince. Just Luke. You know, yeah. just one of yeah. those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he doesn't need a surname now. We know who he is. And just because I didn't name the other volunteers, a huge thanks to obviously Brendan and M for volunteering, um, but to, to Sue, to Michael and to, well, Karen and Darwin, who I did mention as well. So, yeah, great turnout. And the office lady. Oh, yes, of course. You forgot <laughs> she it. She goes without saying. She goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, we're not going to have this rookie back next week, are we, Jay? No, no, get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> mm, but, yes, well done, everyone. 280. 280 out there. So, I know. Um, yeah, it's a good showing. It was. Yeah, we've grown, Ollie, and we, as we said the other week, we hit our target that we set ourselves earlier in the year. So we might want to consider setting a new target for the new year, but perhaps that's not something that will be done today. Perhaps not. That's something we can look forward to doing uh, as we look forward to probably more imminent things, which are some tinsel celebrations and so not the Christmas kind, but the ugly kind because it's time, Mel. It is time to get ugly. Of course, it I don't is. need to say that to this crew because everyone except me has already gotten into the spirit. <laughs> Everybody has been sporting their uglies that have arrived. I am hoping that New Zealand will get their delivery in time for next week. So yes. everybody cross your fingers and your toes for New Zealand to have their delivery. But, yes, the 17th of December is Ugly Christmas Singler and Shirt Day, so we need everybody out there to be donning their uglies and spreading the ugly far and wide across Australia, New Zealand and the world because uglies have gone out to all the other countries as well. That's right. So a huge thank you to the elves behind that. We look forward to celebrating. And it's, it's that festive time, Mel. So next week will be the last pod before Christmas. Is it fair to say it'll be the last pod for the year? Uh, yeah, I think so, Ollie. <laughs> I think it will be. <laughs> I think, yeah, no, we had, it, we had a discussion about this prior to uh, recording. We'll put another episode out next week, but then I think we need to take a little break. Yep. Yep. We're not sure if it'll be one week or two, but at least one. So, yeah, we'll wrap up next week with our final episode for the year. So, Channel 5 News Crew, we need bonbon jokes sent in, please. <laughs> it is a little tradition for the Parkrun Adventurers that we have some bonbon jokes. And fair to say that I think recycling bonbon jokes is becoming more and more likely. It has happened a couple of times already, potentially. So, hey, let's do it. Let's embrace it. <laughs> All the bonbon jokes you have. And, and, look, if anyone else out there is just bursting at the seams to share some bonbon jokes, uh, well, in case you haven't listened to the last few episodes, we'll read out our email at the end of this uh, this podcast. <laughs> 
so you can send it to us. Oh, yes, but it has to be in audio format. Ooh, if you want okay. your bonbon joke included mm. in next week's podcast, as do the Channel 5 News crew, you now have to enter it in audio format to be inserted. Yes, that's it. Nothing too complicated, just a quick soundbite of you and your bonbon joke. But, Ollie, I was thinking earlier as I looked back on our calendar to see mm. what we had listed for December and it was to open the time capsule. Now, That's right. that was done a few weeks back when Mel and Scotty came on and hosted an episode. They opened that time capsule. Did, did they go through all of the detail? Oh, I think they did. I'll double check. I'll double check. Well, go back and double check, mm. but I'm pretty sure they did the whole time capsule thing and had mm. a discussion about it. But it mm. just... It caused me to reflect and I am wondering if we need to bury a new time capsule. Mm-hmm. So mm. I'm going to put it to you, Ollie, that we need to come up with before next week mm-hmm. some items for a time capsule and we need to decide how long it's going to get buried for. Okay. Mm. Okay, we've got some homework. So put your thinking cap on. Can you hear me typing? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you typing? So I don't forget. (laughs) (laughs) Are you putting like a a note in your outlook? Uh, It's it's gone in the show notes. Ask Siri. Hey, Um, Siri. Don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be deafening in here. Oh, goodness. Did you like the other week when I asked Siri who was going to win? (laughs) <laughs> what did Siri say? Are they out yet? Um, oh, goodness. Was it France? Was it re- yeah, referring to France? Well, it was either France or Argentina, but um, it was it was correct in its answer, even though it took it in a different direction. <laughs> oh, dear me, dear me. Yes, yeah, so th- there's a bit to cover next week, but plenty of festivities and we look forward to catching up again and, and recapping wherever you're going next week, Mel. Mm, you know what? Mm. I'm not going to tell you. Oh. It's going to be a surprise where okay. I go next week, and I'm deliberately not saying because wherever I go, I don't want them to know I'm coming. Ah, okay, okay. Mm. All right. Well, I'll see you on Saturday at Shell Harbour then. <laughs> yeah, right. No. <laughs> no. And that's where you're going to be? Yep. You're so predictable. I have the vest. I have the vest for a couple of times this this coming month or so. So I I, uh, look forward to getting plenty ugly. Do you actually have ugly Christmas paraphernalia? Yeah, I ordered everything. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to wear it this week? Yes, you have to. I have to. I have to. It's just a question of how I wear it, Um, how I wear it all. But, right. Yeah. Okay. But that's okay. I'll, that's heaps of time. I'll work it out. I'll layer it. Um, layers. Yeah. Layers. Onions have layers. <laughs> oh, it's getting late. It is. It is. So, well, yes. Oh, it's me. <laughs> it's me. It's me. I'm throwing. As always, Ollie, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. That's it for another week. We'll see you all next week for more adventures.
Hey Siri, tell me a Christmas joke. What do you give a Christmas tree with bad breath? Ornaments. <laughs>